everybody, welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. And on today's episode of the Prime, we're bringing you our Chicago Bears season preview episode. A team that is near and dear to me and Mr. T.J. Hopkins' heart. Uh, of course, I'm your host, David Huffman, right there is Mr. T.J. Hopkins. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the Chicago Bears season preview as we are swinging into the NFC North, uh, the black and blue division. And uh, T.J., I don't, I don't know if I... You're aware of this or not, but I might not be the most responsible person on the planet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I so I I, I was calling my car. Okay. I called my insurance company because I felt like I might need to. I might owe them some money. Also, in the welcome to the show, CEO of Prime Plus World, Israel Rivera. Uh, but yeah, I called my uh, I called my insurance car insurance company because I thought I might owe them money. Not only did I owe them money, my insurance policy had been canceled since May. Like I've been driving for three months with no insurance whatsoever, including a trip to Colorado. Mm, mm, mm. You're a criminal. <laughs> hey, get this guy, get this guy out of here, put him in. But yeah, uh, yeah, not my finest moment. But uh, I took care of it. I got have insurance now, all paid off. Uh, so let's talk about the Chicago Bears, baby. Uh, a lot of offseason moves, a lot of shakeup on this roster. Let's talk about some storylines as we swing into the Chicago Bears. Let's talk about year number two under uh, Brian Poles and Matt Eberflus. What are your expectations uh, for this front office and this coaching staff as the Chicago Bears move into year two under Eberflus? Eberflus, sorry. Obviously, you don't want to be the worst team in the league again. So, yeah, improve there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, that's number right, one. Right, right. That's number one, right? Izzy? Like you can't, you can't be no worse than what you already are. Right, like you're the worst. You were the worst team in football last season. You, you don't get no worse. Right, so obviously you know you want to improve your win total, um, and you you made moves to do that to improve that. So yeah, year two under Eberflus and Ryan Poles, yeah, it's just you know put a better product on the field. It, it's almost like. You got guys that bought into the system, even though they were terrible last year, right? You heard very little complaints outside, like the normal, you know, stuff that people like stuff that players say when you lose a lot, right? It wasn't fire this guy, trade me, get this guy. Like it was none of that. Like it was all right. Like we understand this is a process. It's gonna take a minute. We got to stay with it. Like, yeah, it's going to be so year two. Just I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of what Ryan Poles has did this offseason. Just the way he's reworked this defense, the way he kind of fleets the Carolina Panthers to move back in this draft uh, and acquire assets that way. Um, yeah, I think the Bears, you know, if you continue, continue to get better, get better in the passing game. Um, I expect, yeah, I expect the Bears to be, I don't expect them to be the worst team in the NFL this season. I expect them to be much improved. Is he? Um, yeah, I mean, to I mean, you guys pretty much said everything that I probably are, am going to say. I mean, I'm going to regurgitate the same things that David and TJ said. I mean, you're the worst team in football last year. The only, you know, what you you know what happens when you hit rock bottom, right? The no, only way up. to go up, the only way is up, right? You can't you can't go anymore down, right? <laughs> so you you only can stay down, right? And I don't think. This front office is doing that. I think they had a great free agency, a good free agency. I think they had a good draft. They addressed needs in the draft. 
Um, I think you have a good young quarterback. I just think that what we need to see out of that coaching staff and out of that front office is just improvement in the areas that you were terrible on last year, which is the offensive line, which is pretty much the offense and the D-line, pretty much the offense as a whole. You know, besides running the football, the passing game was non-existent. So we want to see more of that for the Chicago Bears and under Matt Eberflus. And another thing I want to say under Matt Eberflus is probably going to go perfect into the next Justin Fields expectations, right? Is Matt Eberflus going to open the playbook more for Justin Fields this year? Instead of holding his hand and, 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 and simplifying the playbook, are you going to open it up and let the kid chuck it? That brings a nice segue right into the next expectations when it comes to Justin Fields. I mean, more 400 more passing yards this last season than the year before. Uh, 700 more rushing yards this season than the year before. Uh, six more rushing touchdowns, 10 more touchdowns, only mm-hmm. one more pick, even like three extra games uh, this most recent season. Um, yeah, so swinging right into that, I didn't mean to cut you off there, TJ, but swinging right into that, what are your expectations for uh, Justin Fields here? And this is an offense that has some firepower out of uh, You get Chase Claypool with an entire training camp. You can add DJ Moore in the trade with the Carolina Panthers. Like, what are we expecting out of Justin Fields this season? Uh, I know Dan Orofsky, uh, I don't know if he was being facetious or not, but he said Justin Fields could be in the MVP conversation this year. No, was, I'm not going to say anything not, that ridiculous. He was not being facetious at all. He 100% believes that. But I think there's a real opportunity here for him to take another step, you know, take another leap forward. What we're expecting out of him stat-wise, I mean, there's 3,000 yards passing a realistic expectations of the season. 25 touchdowns. What are we expecting? It's a realistic expectation. Um, Iberflus doesn't run the offense. Getsy runs the offense. And to, to Izzy's point, the Bears were one of the best teams in terms of like opening game drives. They were like top five. It was literally the yeah, rest no, of, they were awesome. It was literally awesome. the like, rest, it was literally the rest of the game that was an issue. And again, we saw like the offensive line was terrible. Fields had some questionable decisions, etc. Receiving core didn't help. And Chase Claypool, I mean not Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney getting hurt going down didn't help. Claypool was obviously trying to learn the, the playbook on the fly ever since he got traded here. David brought that up. You get a full offseason training camp with him. That should improve. Like, it's geared, adjust, adjusting Fields' expectation. Yeah, 3,500 3, 3, yards, 25 to 30 touchdowns. You should, he should improve across the board. Like, you don't, you don't trade for DJ Moore. If you don't think he can take that step, hey, it's at this point. It's I, I don't I, I I hate to bring him up, but because he contradicts himself so much, and it's like it, this was literally like a week apart in between takes. Like Callum Cowherd says, one week he says the Bears are going to lose the division; they're going to be the worst team in the division, and then the next week he literally says there's no more excuses for Justin Fields. So I'm like, which is it? Are they going to be the bad team, or is it no more expectations for the quarterback? Because it can't be both. <laughs> well, yeah, I think the expectation – I think when you realistic – I think 3,500 yards is a realistic expectation for Justin Fields this season. He added DJ Moore. I expect him to have a combined 30 touchdowns both in the air and on the ground. 
Um, I don't necessarily think he's going to rush for 1,100 yards again. This yeah, you don't want him. You don't want him to do that. Need to. But I, but I, 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 I think 700. You know, using him in goal line situations with 10 rushing touchdowns, 700 yards rushing, like. I expect Justin Fields to make a major step forward. Situational running, like third downs, yeah. extending the drive, goal, um, goal line, red zone situations, yeah. And then I think also TJ, what you kind of touched on with a little bit the Bears being the number one scoring offense, like in the first drives of the game. I mean, those are all scripted plays. I mean, so it's when you get off script. I think the Bears kind of struggled last season. Like when you have those predetermined scripted plays of first like 20, 30 plays of your your game, like, you know, all scripted, all planned out. That's when the Bears really excelled. It's when they got past that point where there were some struggles. And, you know, Justin Fields, yeah, I expect him to get better. I also like the fact that they added P.J. Walker, who's like if Justin Fields were to get hurt, God forbid, P.J. Walker could run the same offense. Like you don't have to change anything. Yeah. Um, So realistic-wise for Justin Fields, I expect, especially with a full offseason with this wide receiver core and, uh, you know, another year under this offense, Luke Getze and company, I expect, you know, Justin Fields not to make – I always, you know, kind of say, you know, he's on that trajectory, that Josh Allen trajectory. Well, Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. year three, you know, had a major jump, right, from 3,000 yards passing to 4,500 yards passing and 37 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. I don't expect that from Justin Fields, but I do expect at least, you know, 3,500 yards and up. 25 touchdowns, make 10 interceptions. And, and, and that, you know, that if Josh you can keep Allen it under 10 interceptions, 62% of his passes. It's kind of connected to like passes. the Stephon Diggs trade, right? Like, so mm-hmm. we also have traded for a perennial number one wide receiver right. in DJ Moore. I mean, that, exactly. those, those parallels are awfully close and similar. They're super close. Uh, super he's, close. So, he's definitely so, on that Hurts. He's definitely on that Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen trajectory. And I despise the fans. Well, the 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 Twitter GMs, the couch GMs that that knock that analogy. We're like, bro, like, did y'all think Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen came to the league like this? Like, they were not, they weren't what they like what they are now. They were not that when they first got to the league. Eagles fans did not want Jalen Hurts. They were seriously questioning that pick. Josh Allen I came. Mean, with seven- the, Josh Allen came into the league completing fifty two percent of his passes. I mean, Josh, yeah, Josh Allen, his his second season, 3,000 passing yards, 20 picks, and nine interceptions. They trade for Stephon yeah, Diggs the very field, next season. Justin 70, 70% completion percentage, 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, and 10 picks. And you added DJ Moore, who, I mean, he's not Stephon Diggs, but he's probably damn right there, right? You know, like. I don't expect that. I don't expect that, David, because he only had 2,200 yards last season, right? So I expect him to be at least 13 to 14 if you're going to make that jump, right? Because Josh Allen had 3,000 yards a year before, TJ. Yeah, it's true. So he made the 1,500-yard jump. So if Justin Fields does that to 3,500, I mean, not everybody's journey is the same journey. We all graduate at different dates. We all do different things, right? And so maybe it's year four to where Justin Fields is that 4,500. So 30-plus touchdowns, 500 yards, nine touchdowns on the ground. You know, the one thing, the one thing they all said, the one thing every coach on the Bears staff said is during from that New England game on to the end of the season, Justin Fields was what they want him, what they wanted him to be in the offense. Obviously, the only difference it didn't translate into enough wins. Again, 
the Bears had they were like they they had eight one score losses this past season. Eight. That means not ball, to mention this was a bad offensive line. It was a terrible offensive line, bro, and a terrible uh, defensive. Line. Terrible like, weapons on the outside line. too. So like, um, yeah, I tell I mean, really, I mean, Cole, Cole Komet was his only real consistent weapon, you know, last season. Like, yeah, there were really the no weapons. I tell yeah, Vikings fans, right to TJ's point. I tell Vikings fans this: the only difference between us and y'all is that y'all won your one score games. We didn't. Like Kirk Cousins was eight and zero in one score games last season, or something better than that. And I'm, yeah, that means the ball bounced your way one more time or differently. You get that one stop. You get that one score. It's a different outcome. And look, I get it. Justin Field and a lot of people say, man, oh, you putting on that muscle. You looking to run 4,000 yards, 100, 100 carries. I mean, look, man, guys like him, J- Jalen Hur- uh, Jalen Hurts, Josh that's, Allen. You know, that's the, the, new those are guys, the, the, that's the new NFL, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you're looking at guys that are <laughs> – you're looking at guys that are 45, you know, 100 yards – you know, a hundred carries plus, you know, goal line, you know, you know, guys where they can score eight touchdowns, seven touchdowns, a game on the ground. You know, they don't have to run for eleven hundred yards like Justin Fields did. I don't expect that to happen in his career again. If it does, I mean there's a problem. But I do expect Justin Fields to continue in his career if he's gonna be a starter, over a hundred carries, at least five to seven hundred yards eight to ten touchdowns on the ground because he's still a big piece of what they do on the run on the ground and you know make the jump into the 33 to 3500 passing yards 66 percent of your passes you went from 58 to 60 percent of your passes that's good that's improvement i mean you knock down your your interception ratio your touchdown to interception ratio w- went up so that was good last year you improved in certain areas with a bad offensive line what the mm-hmm. front office did was improve the, uh, the, uh, the front, uh, front office did was improve the offensive line. So now you should be able to have a cleaner pocket. Now you add you had to add a DJ Moore. You get a, a, another off season with Clay Claypool, another off season with Darnell Mooney, another off season in Luke Getzey's offense. You're gonna you're gonna make another jump, especially if you've been putting in the work. So I, that's my expectations for Justin Fields. And hey, look, Bears fans. At least you're not – if you're not the worst team in the – if you don't make the playoffs, fine, that's cool. But at least an improvement is eight wins, seven wins. You know what I mean? Like you guys are the yeah. worst team in football. If you make – if you're on the cusp or just about to make the playoffs, I think that's, that's a successful a season that's for Justin win. Fields. There shouldn't that's be – there shouldn't be no, oh, we got to get rid of Justin Fields. Oh, but we got to fire Luke. We got to fire – we got to restart. We got to hit the restart button. You already know no, how that's going. That's why, you, we, that's why you have – at the bottom, you already know that. Right. You already know that. Uh, you already know that's moving, coming. Moving, that's on from, moving, moving on from the offense, let's talk a little bit about this defense. Let's talk a little bit about this. You know, that's a moment during this. Uh, Jalen Johnson, Jaquan Brisker, Eddie Jackson, and I guess Tarius Stevenson is technically starting right in corner, but they Kyler Gordon, uh, who was a top last season. They also had the kid from Oregon, um, who's still on this roster, who played pretty well down the stretch there. Uh, Vildor still on this roster. How good do you think this secondary can be this season? Uh, Bojack was uh, he was a few votes away from being a pro bowler until he hurt got hurt against the Jets. Uh, he returned to form. He became he turned back into the ball hog that he was when he first got here. He had what four interceptions last season uh, before he got hurt. 
Uh, this is a big year for Jalen Johnson. He only has like one or two career interceptions since being drafted here. But obviously, you know, sometimes not having a lot of interceptions isn't a bad thing. That just that could also mean like, hey, dudes just ain't throwing, ain't just throwing your way. Like that's that's kind of the, that's the way I look at it. Like if you're a DB with a lot of picks, that means you get targeted a lot. Yeah, Eddie Jackson Trevon. had four picks last. Had four picks last season. Trevon Diggs. Um. Anyway, um, I think the secondary can be fine. Again, you can't be no worse than what you just were, right? Bojack getting hurt didn't help. Jaquan Brisker, like you, Jaquan Brisker was like top two with the team on the team in sacks from the strong safety position. You don't want that. Like that's 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 bad. That means because he's always in the box. Don't want that, but dude is a headhunter. I like Jaquan Brisker. He's a day one starter. Kyler Gordon had a rough what month first first month of the season. After that, you saw Kyler Gordon pick up the pieces real nice. Yeah, three picks. Uh, um, you know, yeah, he was he was solid that last season as a rookie. Yeah. So again, to Izzy's point, you can't be no worse than what you were. Only way you get worse is if everybody legit just. Got hurt again, like Ed Bojack get hurt again. Uh, Jalen Johnson is a step behind, step slow, all the other good stuff. Like, Izzy brought it up. You can't be no worse than what you already are. I think, and, uh, I think of, when it comes to like the oh, go ahead, David, go ahead. Well, no, I, I was just gonna say, I think because of the stuff that he did in his offseason, right? With you know, dressing kind of the front seven a little bit, I, I think their secondary is gonna have because I actually think the secondary, actually, the piece, those four guys, four guys that are starting, including Kyle Gordon, I think they can make it part of being one of the better secondaries in the NFC. Like, I like those guys, like, I think they're all really well done, and I, I think you know, they can. If they can stop the run so they don't have to bring safeties in the box all the time, uh, using like linebackers of like, well, that's I, I why they got a... TJ Edwards and Jermaine. Yep. We'll, talk, Jermaine we'll talk about him, we'll talk about him, we'll talk, we'll talk about him. But I, you're right to your point, David. I think a good front seven, improving the front seven is going to help out, obviously, the, the secondary. Um, they're gonna, you know, you rush the quarterback, you know, a second or two faster than what he wants to, you know, then the secondary has an advantage. Um, you know, I also, all to your guys' point, I also like the kid that they drafted. I know we'll get to the draft, too, but the kid out of Miami, Tyreek Stevenson. We all know Miami always, they, they pretty much are a, a turnstile for, you know, DBs. NFL talent on the defensive yeah. side. DBU. I mean, he, he so, literally risked it as the other starting corner right now. Like, he's. Yeah, right like, now. Like, if the season right were to now. start, Jalen Johnson starting left corner, Tyreek Stevenson starting right corner. So that's how much, and, and I've been hearing a lot of good things about the kid. So you just throw um, Kyler Gordon at the nickel spot, which is his natural yeah, uh, spot anyway. Exactly. Then yeah. you know Eddie Jackson, Jaquan Brisker. We already talked about then. Kendall Vildor is bringing in you know that depth. So I think I think the secondary could be a top ten secondary in the league. I think this I think this could be a top ten potential top ten defense next year. Um, I, we, I'm, if, not, if I'm not ready to say anything like that, but no. Well, I said potential. Well, outside looking in is means potential. If they're in between ten and thirteen, that's not bad. Yeah, that's. I mean, it'd be a I, I vast improvement over what they did last season. Um, I think that's where they can be at this year, in between that ten and thirteen range on the cusp of maybe being a top. But I, I think they could be a top. I think they could sneak in and be a top ten defense. 
when it's all said, barring injury. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I think the secondary can be a top ten unit for sure. Like I, I think the I think they'll they like like as long as they can generate some sort of patch on, I think the Bears will be hard to throw against next season. Like well, we we kind of saw it. Uh, I saw that that first game against Green Bay, right? Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's a that's a tough that's a tough outing, right? I don't care. You can be the best corner in the league. Aaron Rodgers can make you look stupid. He legit picked on Kyler Gordon like that first those first two drives of that game. I'm like, all right, he got a I'm like he got a fish on the line. He got a fish on the line, right? Right? He because he he kept going after Kyler Gordon. And he kept going after. He kept going after. And I'm like, okay. And Kyler Gordon, like he got a deflection. I think after that, he kind of just, I, 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 I deflected a pass thrown by Aaron Rodgers. Like that, that, that's hard. <laughs> like that, that's hard. I got a hand on the ball that Aaron Rodgers threw. That's hard. Yeah, I mean, so, was, his completion percentage is like ridiculously high. It doesn't let maybe has to get deflected. So. So it's gonna, hey, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be something to to watch. Uh, moving on from there, let's talk about their draft. Obviously, they had the first overall pick in the draft. They traded back with the Carolina Panthers. They traded back twice, once with Philadelphia, once with, once with Carolina, once with Philadelphia. Uh, they picked up a second-round pick uh, next season and a first next year. Uh, they picked up Darnell Wright, offensive tackle. They took Javon Dexter, defensive tackle out of Florida. Tyreek Stevenson, who we kind of just talked about a little bit, cornerback out of Miami. Zach Pickens, defensive tackle, South Carolina. Uh, Roshwan Johnson, running back out of Texas. Tyler Scott, wide receiver out of Cincinnati. Noah Sewell, uh, Penny Sewell's little brother, linebacker out of Oregon. They might be twins, actually. Uh, Terrell Smith, cornerback out of Minnesota. Travis Bell, defensive tackle out of Keyshaw State. And then Kendall Williamson, safety out of Stanford. So what do we think about their draft? As we're looking Special at the teams. <laughs> well, not not not, <laughs> not necessarily. Uh, what's his name? Jack Sanborn was undrafted. He came in and, like, <laughs> and filled in for Roquan Smith pretty admirably, I might add. Um, obviously, I think the, the issue – not the issue, the um, story I was looking for. It'll come back to me, but the Darnell Wright pick, right? Everybody th- everybody was, I guess, expecting Jalen Carter to, you know, become a Chicago Bear, especially when he dropped the way that he did. Right? Uh, Jalen Carter going into the draft was projected, some had him going first overall until we traded out of that spot, right? And then it was top three, top four. Then all of a sudden he's all right, he's past five. Okay, he's past seven. He's past eight. Oh, he's right there for uh, uh we trade back. Why? Why do we trade back? And then Philly takes him, and everybody and Bears fans are you know, quote unquote, pissed off. And it's just yeah, you gotta really think about some stuff, right? Like this is a a dude in Jalen Carter who's. He had a he had a bad off season, right? A lot of question marks, a lot of bad stuff happened, bad combine, and the last thing you want to do is add bad to bad. Right? Like this is a team in the Bears that's like, hey, we need emo- we need mature guys for what we're trying to do here, and Darnell Wright fits the bill. Not only is he mature. We also got to protect the. We also got to protect the franchise. Jalen, six five, three hundred thirty three pounds, ran a five zero one at the forty yard dash. Fields um, ain't no good to nobody if he's constantly getting up off, getting up off the ground. We saw it. Justin Fields got his ass kicked last year. 
a lot. Like he, it was a lot of him picking himself up off the ground, offensive lineman helping them up off the ground. You don't want that. You don't want Finished that. with the lowest block, lowest lowest blown block percentage in the SEC. Had zero blown blocks and 380 designed rushes in 2020. And that's the SEC. Uh, the second that's the most SEC. plays without a run blown run block among all of offensive linemen. The guy is yeah, he's he's tested, he's battle tested. He played in the SEC. He went up against Alabama, uh, what, three three times during his career in uh, while he was at Tennessee. Um, He's a good. I mean, I would have probably taken Broderick Jones over this kid, but I have no doubt that this kid's going to be a good football player. I have no issue with the Darnell Wright pick. No issue at all. Is he? Uh, good. I think it, I think it'll be good, man. They needed the right tackle. They improved at both guard spots. <clears throat> or they moved Dex, Jenkins over Dexter, to the right guard. I mean, six foot, yeah, Gervon Dexter pounds, four hundred eighty-eight yards and a forty-yard dash, fifth fastest time. Along all defensive yeah, lines. so I was gonna so I was gonna say that. So the Bears did good in improving. In, you know, one of the biggest needs on defense was the defensive tackle position. This kid's big, six six, ran the fifth fastest time. And the other kid, Zach Pickens, that they got in the third round, ran the sixth fastest time uh, out of the DTs at the combine. Right? It was a so, deep, deep. It was a deep defensive tackle so, draft, bro. And he was another big boy pounds, too. He dropped down to two hundred ninety one <laughs> pounds at the combine. He ran a four eight nine. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a passes. it was a deep DT tackle drive, bro. Like it was yeah. like they got yeah, two guys for the one. Stevenson a little bit. Uh, yeah, we talked then, about Tariq Stevenson a little bit. I, I and then yeah, uh, going Rashawn Johnson, backup. You know the one thing I think that is interesting, even though I mean he was the backup at Texas, and you know he had the backup of John Robinson two years or so. Three point nine six after contact. On that means he's hard to, that's that means big. He's hard that means to he's hard to kick, take down. That means he's hard <laughs> and, to tackle. That means he's physical. He's going to run between the tackles. That's what the Bears saw. He, he, he was that's recruited to Texas as a dual-threat quarterback. He was converted to running back uh, in 2019. Um, you know, he had rushed for at least 400 yards and five touchdowns each of his four seasons as a college player. That's production right there. That's production. Yeah. And, and, again, yeah. like you, you're not going to get a lot of love because Izzy brought it up. The guy in front of you was a Heisman candidate. Like, how much love do you expect to get? Uh, Tyler Scott. <laughs> yeah, he could have uh, transferred. He could have went anywhere. He could have transferred. He could have went. Bro, he program. He could have been the starter on a lot of teams. He could have been the starter on a lot Tyler, of teams. Tyler Scott ran a 4-4-4 in the 40-yard dash. He has the speed. That's uh, a steal. He's a junior Olympic sprinter. Uh, That's a he's steal. He's a guy who That's... can just straight go. Like, he's a guy yeah, that they don't necessarily have on the – that they have in this roster. He was um, like a second round, third round grade. He went in the fourth round here. Yeah, that's a steal. And, and uh, Noah Sewell, you know, you know, played a lot of. And they needed depth at linebacker. This guy can play middle linebacker. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll get kick. some PT. He, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll get. Oh, he'll, he'll, he'll absolutely. He'll be on the special teams. He'll definitely be on the kickoff return, the punt return. Ooh, Noah Sewell, uh, oh, not, the, not the punt return, but he'll be on the kickoff and he'll be on the punt team probably. Yeah, Noah Sewell. He'll, he'll be on special teams, and, I'm and he'll him a rotation spot. I'm 100 giving we'll him a rotation well, I mean, spot. I mean, he'll get a rotational spot. Man, he might get some run. He might get some run behind some of the TJ and, Edwards uh, and Terrell Smith, Jermaine probably Evans. a special teamer, around five, uh, six foot, two hundred four pounds. Uh, he had four and a half tackles for loss. He had two sacks and two interceptions his final season at uh, as a Golden Gopher. Um, I mean, yeah, this is a it's solid that pick. That pick, yeah. Yeah, that's a de- yeah, yeah, not, that's a depth pick. That's a special team. He'll get team some right. special teams that, signed, too. 
He'll get some special teams time too. Uh, backup nose no tackle when we talk about Travis Bell, six feet, three hundred ten pounds. Uh, he collected twenty-four tackles, eleven sacks over fifty-four games uh, while he was a member of whatever their mascot is at Kinshaw State. Kennesaw, 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 Kennesaw State, whatever. I don't know Kennesaw what that mascot State. is. It's not whatever. Be respectful. It's Kennesaw State. Uh, but Kennesaw the Bears were the State. The Bears were in the four-three. Right, Tremaine L was just listed as the starting middle linebacker, right? Guess who's his backup? Noah Sewell. So he's gonna get some rotational burn. <laughs> he go he uh, gonna see that field. Rappy the is their mascot. What is it? I, I Rappy. He's an owl. Kennesaw owl? State, is that an HBCU? Do they qualify as an HBCU? I don't know. I don't think it is. I know it's in Georgia. Uh, they're, they're a public research university. I do not think they're technically an HBCU. They are not. I know they're in Georgia. I think aren't they in Georgia, David? You Correct. looking it up? Yep. Yeah, they, they are. All right, Angel. But David um, likes to David likes to surmise the draft by like he he takes like the first four or five picks and says the draft class is going to be based off that. And according to this, so like obviously Darnell, every first round draft pick is going to get graded differently. Because you're a first round draft pick, right? They literally designate one night of the NFL draft to the first round. So the first what five pick first six picks? Yeah, I think up to I, think, uh, I, I think, mean up to the top. I think the cutoff is after I think the cutoff is after Sewell. That's me. That's when me you first. look at this draft, this is a good draft. I'm gonna this tell you a good draft. This is a good draft. This is a good draft. I'm gonna tell everybody why this is a good draft for the Chicago Bears because Talk their first Come on, five picks. I'm Packer fan. Come their on, Packer fan. Five picks. This is, this is the same thing with the Packers too. But their first five picks, the Chicago Bears, they're all gonna play football. All gonna play. I mean, they're all they're all they're all they're all gonna get they're all gonna get they're all gonna be a contributor to that football team next year. Like you're they're gonna you're gonna see them on the field at some point. Darnell Wright's going to start. Gervon Dexter, he's going to be a rotational piece for sure. And Zach Pickens. Tyreek Stevenson's going to start, probably, most likely. Rashawn Johnson is going to spell. Who's the running running back? um, Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert. Herbert. He's going to spell Khalil Herbert. So those first five guys are going to – they're going to contribute to the team right away, and that's a good draft. When your first five draft picks can contribute to the squad right away. Um, yeah, like, I, 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 I think this is a solid B plus. I'm also weighing the fact that they moved, and I think that I'm also weighing in the fact that they moved away from the first overall pick and picked up future draft assets plus DJ Moore. This is this is like a B plus draft for me. Absolutely, I get an A minus. I will give it. I will. I will give it an A minus because I think the first five guys. On your on on this draft class are going to contribute in big ways um, when it comes down to it. So swinging from there, let's talk about roster shakeup. Obviously, the major additions: DJ Moore, Tremaine Edmonds, Nate Davis, DJ Edwards, Demarcus Walker, Deontay Foreman. Uh, key departures: Riley Reef. I forgot David about Montgomery. him. He's definitely backing up. Rashawn Johnson can be the third guy. Uh, Deontay Foreman is listed as a starter right now. He's been productive everywhere. He's went from Houston to Carolina last season. Um, you know, Carolina basically dusted him off the scrap heat last year, and he was excellent for them uh, as they almost won the division last year uh, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I think what do you talk about? We talk about the first four guys for sure. Uh, T.J. Edwards and Jermaine Edwards, absolutely 
linchpin this offense, uh, this defense as at the linebacker position. Nate Davis is a solid guard, uh, proven player, and DJ Moore is a number one wide receiver that the Bears have desperately, desperately needed, basically since Brandon Marshall left. Yeah, uh, I ain't gonna go back that far. Damn, David. Um, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. He said Brandon Marshall. Uh, he right? said Brandon, Brandon Marshall. Damn. Wait, yeah, I mean, who else? I mean, who else? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Say what you said again. You said you said the best receiver since Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Ah, just disrespectful. Why are you disrespecting Allen Robinson like that? Is it disrespectful? Allen Robinson put up numbers. Allen Robinson definitely put up numbers. I I forgot about Allen Robinson. You got a little too carried away over there. You kind of tend to do that. Okay. I mean, obviously, you. Uh, David, I mean, yeah, David said this is the the highlight of this before, uh, before after we signed Tremaine Edmonds and those guys is hey, we traded for DJ Moore, and yeah, Panther fans are just like, oh, I'd rather have Bryce Bryce Young based off of what y'all do realize co- what you did in college, that's, they don't care. I never, I they don't care the NFL. I ain't say oh, you. Those are the. Those are the. Those are the Packer fans. You know. <laughs> I'd rather have Bryce. I'd rather have Bryce Young. Bryce Young is better than Justin the one Fields. With based six on, toes, based on six what? toes, yeah. three eyes, and five nipples. Like DJ, <laughs> web feet. Like DJ, like DJ Moore is gonna. He he gonna take this offense to another level now. Bryce Young is kind of lucky because he don't have Bryce, He don't have DJ Moore, but he did get Adam Thielen in free agency. That's kind of. He ain't DJ Moore, but hey, Adam Thielen ain't no bum. So cool. It's so, like he ain't no bum. Tremaine Edmonds, all right. We got Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards for the price of what we would have got for Roquan Smith. So we got two guys for the price of one. That's you got two much. really Edwards, good line. Four years, four agency. years, seventy-two million. TJ Edwards at an absolute steal. Three steal. years, nineteen million dollars. It's only. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't have the guaranteed money in front of me, but I mean, the it's... the year that TJ Edwards had for the Eagles last year. I mean, he. I mean, now to that's his, the reason to... why Nicobe Dean didn't get on the field. Field. Now, <laughs> not so. Not, not to his, not to his and point. That was the to, best. That was one of the best defenses, the best defense in football. In fo- not to, uh, not TJ Edwards. Like we, we, we gave you this. Like you did what you had to do to get paid. Now, just because you got paid, that don't mean you can. All right, I got my bag. I can slack off. No, bro. The production you gave Philly, we're expecting that here. This is no different. I mean, this is he only signed a three-year deal. This is still a very much a prove-it deal. And in the NFL. You signing a three-year deal doesn't mean a whole lot because contracts are not fully guaranteed. Like, so you still have to post good numbers. And I, I always want to say how underrated I think the Deontay Foreman signing was. One year, I mean, he played all 17 games last season for the first time in his career. He hosted mm-hmm. 914 rushing yards and five touchdowns. That's better than what David Montgomery did last season. Now, David Montgomery was kind of – I ain't going to say he was beat up, but that's the other yeah, thing, true. bro. Like – and they also added like, Travis Homer as another guy who's a, a pass-catching running back who gives you a little more razzle-dazzle there. I mean, one year, $3 teamer. million dollars for Foreman, that's that's a good mm-hmm, move right there. Special teamer, special teamer. The Bears also added Big Bob Tunyon. 
Oh, no! <laughs> you can't say that anymore. You can't say that anymore, David. No, he's not a Packer anymore. He's just Bob Tanyan. He's just Robert Tanyan. He's a scrub. <laughs> he's a scrub because he was a scrub for us last year, and he'll be a scrub for you guys this year. Well, is he? Is he? No, like no, no. Is he? Is he? Is he? Be fair. Is he? Walker is he? Three-year three deal, twenty-one million dollars. He posted career numbers across the board. It's last season in Tennessee. Uh, seven sacks, 16 quarterback tackles, 32 tackles for a loss, uh, yeah, 21 run stops, 17 games. He's a him. good player. Also, also is he? Be fair. Be fair. Be fair to Robert Tanya. He was he was coming off an ACL injury for yeah, yeah, this yeah, past yeah. season. Oh, TJ, 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 say it right. Oh, you got it. I'm not saying Big Bob Tanya. I'm not doing that. That's that's y'all no, thing. No, no, now it's David's thing. No, now it's <laughs> no, I might bring if you know what I'm not DJ, I do not discriminate when it comes to fantasy football, okay? So if Big Bob Tanya is killing it for my fantasy team, then I'm gonna say Big Bob Tanya on fantasy football weekly. That's number one. Okay. Anyways, um, so yeah, they, they already. I mean, we already knew, right? What two years ago that they were gonna have the most money in free agency to spend. Look what they did this year. DJ Moore. I mean, even though they traded for him, Tremaine Evans, Nate Davis, TJ Edwards, Demarcus Walker, Dante Foreman. Even though they got a couple of those guys for you know for the Chiefski. For the Chiefs. I yeah. love for yeah for the Chiefski. They improved their left guard position. Uh, they improved the right guard position with Nate Davis. Davis, you drafted a right, a stud right tackle. You moved Tevin Jenkins over to left guard. You instantly, Cody Whitehair at the center. You instantly improve your offensive line just by getting Nate Davis because you get the move over components and then you get to draft the guy. You easily improve your offensive line four slots. Um, your left tackle is still a mystery. We don't, Larry Borum. I mean, no, 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 don't do that. Don't, hey, don't, don't be disrespectful to Braxton Jones like that. Don't don't be disrespectful. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not not gonna disrespect him. The Don't left, disrespect Braxton Bra- Bra- Jones was Bra- good Bra- last season. Like Braxton Jones, he was, was, he was, he was, he for, was, he was. For a, for a six round pick, Braxton Jones was great fifth, fifth last season. Six round pick. Oh, what up? Studs. I, I take Tremaine Edwards and she did, TJ Edwards, just the two of those guys over one Roquan Smith any day. And uh real quick, we got Matt James joining us from break at work. Uh we're <laughs> Is he? Uh, we lost you there. I can't hear. I can't hear you. If you're talking, we can't hear you. Is he you're muted? Like, yeah, you might be muted. Matt James, welcome to the show, man. We're breaking break down Chicago the... Bears, talking about their free agency roster now? shakeup. Yeah, yeah we got you. Oh, you got to hear me now? Okay, yeah. So getting into it, Demarcus Walker, we talked about it. Seven sacks last year, improved the defensive edge position. They were one of the worst defensive lines last year. Deontay Foreman, you, David said he's probably might start. Maybe we don't know how Khalil Herbert's looking coming off that injury. This is an A. As a free agency class, the, the, the Chicago Bears did it this year. Bears fans, uh, all you fair I'm gonna, Bears I'm gonna go fans, step, I'm look and hear my words. I'm a, a diehard plus. Packer fan. This is an A+. Plus. This, I, no, 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 hold on. I am a diehard Packer fan, and I will come up on here and swallow all my pride and say that the Bears did had an excellent, uh, excellent offseason. For all you Fairweather Bear fans that are out there, you guys should not be complaining tonight. Just saying. A plus for me for the Chicago Bears. Matt James, welcome to the show, man. Give us your two cents on this free agency before we rip into the schedule. Hey, hey gentlemen. Uh, nice being on the show again. Yeah. I mean, you guys said it. They hit it out of the park this offseason. I uh, lo- love their draft. 
Love uh, the trades, the pickups, everything they've done. They've got two solid linebackers, actually three solid linebackers now. Sanborn, you know, continues to play how he did to be our solid number three. Our offensive line, our pass uh, blocking should be much, much better. And Justin Fields shouldn't have many excuses this season for, you know, not being one of the, you know, top 10, top 15 quarterbacks overall, um, especially with the pickup of DJ Moore. You got Nate Davis. You got Darnell Wright. I mean, they did it. I mean, exactly what they were supposed to do. And next year, we got two first-rounders. One could be a top five, too. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun season. TJ, great. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Before you get over to there, uh, Matt James, did I yes, hear sir. you say to, um, excuses, you know, excuses None. of why Justin Fields shouldn't be? Uh, there should know, be no a, a excuses. Top 10, a top 10 quarterback, but why would, but, but, but why would we put that on him? Like after, you know, like they were just the worst team in football last year. You can't just be like, oh, he's going to go from a bottom half quarterback to a top 10. That's such a major, you know, drastic. I, yeah. I said top 10, top 15. I mean, he could be in that realm. I mean, I mean he was probably top 15 last year. Top, anyway, so I mean, yeah. I mean, his passing yards should go up. His turnovers should be less. And injuries, I mean, he shouldn't have to use his speed as much. So the pass blocking should be much improved for him so he's got a top number 10. one receiver now tj he'll be top 10 if, if he can keep those running stats up um the free agent class yeah that's an a for me um again i it's hard it's hard to be it's hard to grade something like realistically until you see it play until you see it out like it's it's real easy to look at a team on paper or on the espn's depth chart on your phone and be like Hey man, these guys are. Hey, they they made some moves. They can do this. They can. Do... I gotta I mean, see these guys. I mean, we we see the Cleveland Browns the last three years. We're like, oh, this team looks great. I'm having a terrible haunt. Really, like one the why because like in practice, everything everything's supposed to look good in practice. That's why it's practice. You're throwing against air. You're throwing against guys that don't want to hurt each other. That's why I think um, come training camp, I think all 32 teams should do joint camps. From like you, first off, preseason is only the first preseason is only three weeks now, right? You only play three games. Get a joint training camp. You ain't got to play. You, like, the, uh, you ain't got to play each other in the preseason. Just do a joint training camp with each other. That way, hey, you get tired of going up against the same guys in practice every day. Plus, those other tr- those other teams don't know what you're trying to do. So yeah, I would love a Bears. Vikings joint training camp, or you know, just an example. Oh, Bears Colts. I mean, Bears. Yeah, Bears Colts joint like training. Get somebody camp. out of your conference. Yeah, so you don't play a divisional rival either. So moving on from here, let's talk, let's talk about the schedule. Let's break down what we think the Bears are going to be with record prediction. Let's talk about the first game of the season uh, as the Green Bay Packers, the new look Green Bay Packers, uh, with Jordan Love at the helm. We'll get into Packers on Thursday. Uh, uh, as the Packers come to town, how do you see how do you see this game shaking out between the Green Bay Packers and the uh, and the Aaron Rodgers Packers going up against the Justin Fields led Chicago Bears? It's a, it's a new it? era. It's a new era. It's a oh, new era. Were you talking to me? 
Yeah. Were you supposed to hurt me with uh, the Aaron Rodgers <laughs> comments over there? Uh, I, don't I, I don't have anything else. Uh, hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. David, David, hey, I will give him credit. Hey, when, 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 when is that fiesta you're supposed to have, by the David, way? Yeah, first off, wait, wait, where was the invite? Where was the invite? Well, you know what? You know what? We will have a fiesta. We'll have a, a total fiesta. One, you know, before. Hey, but David, probably David. week one or something. But I, I came out with confetti and popped the champagne. That's all I could do. David, to his point. David, to his point. <laughs> to, to his credit. To his credit. It took him a lot longer. Took him a lot longer to come around. But he eventually did come around, so I'll give I will give Izzy credit on that. Go ahead, Izzy. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to have the Bears win this game. I don't know what Jordan Love is going to look like or what that offense is going to be like. I think their defense will still be solid, but I'll give me the Bears to win, beat Green Bay in at Soldier's Field, go to one and zero. Izzy, it's okay. You can you can be a homer on this bit. You can be a, I see that. <laughs> Come on, man. It's week one of the football season. I'm going with my Green Bay Packers, baby. What you thought this was, man? Stop you, 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 can be the, you, can, you can be a homer. You can be a homer this, this, TJ, this week. TJ, I'm going to be a homer TJ, regardless. TJ, TJ. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Matt. All right. This might be the very first time on this show over the years that I'm making an actual prediction on this game. I'm taking the Bears. <laughs> I'm Normally, I don't want to say because it would be the uh, other team, but no, I like our chances, like what we've been doing, and yeah, give me the Bears to win week one. Moving on to week number two, they go to Raymond James Stadium, the home of the Tampa Bay mm-hmm. Buccaneers. Come on, I, 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 I'm gonna take the Bears uh-huh. to win this game, and they're two and oh, they're two and oh. I Before, am. Man, I'm gonna take Baker. Shut up! Is uh, I'm gonna take this Bears to win this game. Hey, but no, but real talk, real talk. I'm joking. I'm I'm being facetious. That's a that's a that's an important game for the Chicago Bears. I'm so serious. I agree. With you hey, on that. I think they that, really need that, to win that game. That's an important game for them. <laughs> hey, is it is it important because is it like is it important because is it like okay? It's a barometer game. You have an inferior team. You have an inferior team. They're you need inf- to go down there and you need to bust their ass. No, it's they're they inferior. They're they're inferior in terms of quarterback play, right? They still got Mike Evans. They still got Chris Godwin. They still got um, some of those cats on defense that'll make it a tough out. But the, where you have the advantage is, I don't care that Baker Mayfield did what he did to the Rams. I mean, to the Raiders that one game. He's still Baker Mayfield. This is a first overall quarterback who's on his. Fourth team, fifteen, fifteen, something like that. Justin Fields is better than Baker Mayfield. Be better than 15. Baker Mayfield. Is it fifth? Browns, Panthers, Rams. Yeah, it's fourth, fourteen. This is fourteen. This is fourteen. Fourteen. Matt, who you got winning this uh, game? Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Bears. the Bears on a close one. Uh, it's not going to be as easy as you know it looks on paper, but I'll, I'll take the Bears. Go down there and. Take one on the road. I'm I'm taking the Bears too. Sweeping it. Yeah. Sweeping it. Yeah. Bears. Right. Then they got back to back games against the AFC West. 
First, they mm. got to go to Arrowhead and take on that man, Patrick Mahomes. That's, I'm just going to skip. I'm just going to skip that game. They're going to lose that one. Uh, <laughs> I, the, the, no, that, like, and then this is this is the real. No, like this is a this is a barometer too. Because obviously, yeah, Super Bowl champs. If you go in and you hold your own against the Super Bowl champs, everybody got. Hey, everybody got to look at you differently. All right, you yeah, might lose. They're not you might lose. Like like you you you, you hey, like you might lose. You probably gonna lose. But if you go in and you make the you make the Chiefs work, you make them sweat a little bit. You got to be like, hey, this ain't finna be no push up. Yeah, you gonna put the whole league on. If it's a one score game, if you hold Pat Mahomes to like a one, if you get a, into a one score game with Pat Mahomes, yeah, folks gonna look at you differently. Uh, I think yeah, it could, next, I think it could be a close game. Could the be next a close week after game. that, let's just get that the, one. Uh, they go. Denver comes into Soldier's Field. Uh, new look Denver Broncos as they had retooled their offensive line. They also, awesome. that's also an important game. Yeah, but who wins the game? Matt? All right, yeah, one and two. Um, I don't know why, but I kind of think the Bears are going to trip up on this one. Two and two. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Bears losing this game too. I have them falling to two and two. Let's ride. They're actually, they're actually, they're actually one and three in my book. They, yeah, whatever. They lost, they, lost the, they lost to the Packers. They lost, they lost, they lost to the Chiefs, and they lost to the Broncos. Uh, uh, on to the Washington Commanders game. They go to uh, East Rutherford. Uh, East Rutherford. I think this off. Land over Maryland or whatever they play. Uh, yeah, take on the Washington Commanders uh, and Sam Howell, probably the starting quarterback, probably for the Washington Commanders. How do you see this game shaking out, Matt? Mm. Uh, Maddie Ice. You know what? I have Washington. I don't like I'm going you. with the Chicago Bears. I uh, I just don't like what the Commanders did this offseason. I don't think they really addressed the quarterback situation at all. It's a uh, lot of. I I'm not even gonna do that. Like that's I. In order to find, like, you got to find out what you got in Sam Howell. You got to get him. You got to yeah. give him. A shot. You got to give him a shot. Um. That being no, said, I think this isn't good. I also think this Who's is their the back. Is their backup still? Is it still Taylor Heineke? No, Taylor Heineke's in Atlanta. I think he's in Atlanta. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm gonna have to oops, crack me a six pack. <clears throat> Don't steal that, David. Crack I'm not me a going six pack of Heineke. Taylor <laughs> Heineke. When Atlanta wins, okay. You can only say that during our fantasy show, okay? Um, <laughs> Atlanta's been Soldier Field in the winter. That's not gonna happen. Um, Oh, okay. When it comes to the Commanders, they go on the road and win two and three for me. For I, got, I got them winning that game too. TJ, uh, this is also I think this is the first Thursday night game for them of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, coming off of coming off a game against Denver, they could very they, they could win this game. Um, yeah, the, Washington has a lot going on. Like they got a, they the sale of the team is going on. Ron Rivera is likely on his way out. Um, again, question question marks against Sam Howell. You are not garnering a lot of faith because you had one good game against a bad Dallas Cowboy team that turned out to be a bad Mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboy team. Um, yeah, uh, what's his name? Chase Young is playing on a tag. He's not happy about that. Um, yeah, give me the Bears. Uh, moving on from there, we got two games at home. Uh, first, they got Minnesota coming to town, and then we got the Las Vegas Raiders in that, coming to town. I just see these two games shaking out. Let's start with TJ. The Raiders. 
uh the vikings i think they gonna split with the vikings so this is the first game this this game in chicago yeah they gonna win the game in chicago and they're gonna beat the raiders because it's, it's the same thing with the it's the same thing with the raiders like you you, go, I, think, you got, I think they go you got faith in jimmy g by this point i'm not even sure if jimmy g will be the quarterback for this team at any point because he has a, still has a fast that physical um that's a whole mess that nobody's mm. talking about really um but yeah, I think I think I still think the Minnesota Vikings are a better team on paper than the Chicago Bears. I will have them win that game. I'm gonna have the Vegas Raiders lose the Chicago Bears at Soldier Shield. I'm actually gonna go with this improved Bears defense over that Minnesota Vikings offense. I actually got them winning both these games. So right now I got them at four and three. Nice little three game winning streak here mm-hmm. for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I got I got them taking both these. So, I mean, Jimmy G, you never know what's going to happen with him. And uh, Bears usually play well at home at Soldier Field against Minnesota. So, I got them splitting with them also. I got two games in the back-to-back on the road. First, they got to go to SoFi Stadium, take on the Chargers. Then they got to swing back across the country, take on the New Orleans Saints at the Caesar Superdome. How do you see these two games? Check it out, Izzy. Wow. It's a Sunday night game. That's a Sunday night game in, in L.A. at SoFi. Um, see an old friend. I'm actually, uh-huh. yeah, man. I'm, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna say that they lose to Los Angeles, but they can actually go into New Orleans and win. So I'll actually, right now they're five and four. In my no, they, no, they, they got, they, they got to win that game against the Chargers. Right? You, you got. It's not because of like the Khalil Mack aspect. It's Justin Herbert versus Justin Fields. You got to win mm-hmm. that. You got to win that. Uh, I think that's nice, but I think they're going to lose both those two games. I think going on the road, especially to New Orleans, is going to be a tough place to play, uh, especially for a pretty young Bears team. Um, no, take the crowd I, out early. Take the crowd out early. Yeah, if they can. If they can. Um, they, I, I, I think they're, they're going to lose both those two games. I why can't they? Drew Brees ain't walking through that door. I got them at four and five. Drew Brees ain't walking through that door. It's Derek Carr, bro. No disrespect to Derek Carr. I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect mean, Derek that, Carr. I mean, that's that Saint defense is still a, a pretty elite. Pretty good. Uh, their offense is probably going to be better than it was the season before. Man, um, you can get to them. You can get to them. They so, ain't like, like I, I'm having still... them lose both those games. They're my predictions. So, yeah. TJ. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Uh, like, uh, fuck, I got them winning both games. Matt James. I got, I got, I got him. I have them splitting, losing to LA and beating New Orleans. That's probably the there. They, they go back to back games against the Cats at the NFC. First, the Carolina Panthers come here as DJ Moore gets a little bit of revenge against the Carolina Panthers, and they go to Ford Field, take on the Detroit Lions. Matt, how do you see those two games shaking out as they play the Cats of the NFC? I hate to say it this way, but I think they're going to have their way against Carolina. And win that one, they should win that one fairly easily. So, um, and they'll lose in Detroit. Agree with you. I think they beat Carolina fairly easily as well. And I think, yes, they lose to Detroit. Um, I six, yeah, I I agree as well. They're, um, was that six and five, right? Is their 11 mm-hmm. game, right? I have them at six five and five. Six. Yeah, at the yeah. yeah, six and five. I got them beating Carolina, losing to Detroit at Detroit. Yeah, Detroit is <laughs> Detroit has one respectable season. All of a sudden, they think the, ad, the, the sun. They think the sun shines out of their asses. Um, the fans, not the players. The fans. Um, 
Well, with that that being said, Detroit, like, I ain't finna act like Detroit's not a tough place to play in. Now the fans are gonna come. Fans are gonna come to the games now. Izzy, David, Matt, right? <laughs> yeah. They're gonna come. To, it's gonna be loud there now. Oh, I'm so scared. Um. Anyway, I'm interested into how the the Lions handle the new found the newly found expectations. Late and we will, that. and we will talk mm-hmm. about them a little bit. We'll talk about them on tomorrow's episode. Uh, they beat the Pan- oh, they, they beat the Panthers. I think Bryce Young's welcome to the NFL moment is not, is going to be very unpleasant. Uh, from there, uh, they have they go before the bye. They go to Minnesota take on the Vikings. I think that's the game they lose. Uh, Matt. Yeah, I had them losing that one. Um, I got to get going. Fellas, uh, give me the Bears at nine and eight this season. Okay, overall. Uh, so, TJ, Minnesota. They're going to Minnesota. Yeah, I, I told them I got I got a home and home split, so they're gonna lose to Minnesota going into the bye. Yeah, I, I got them losing to Minnesota too at this bye. Going into bye, they're six and six. Anything can happen right now. And then after their bye, they have five games remaining. Uh, Detroit comes to town. They go to Cleveland, Arizona, Atlanta, and then they go to Green Bay. Of those five games, how do you think those games shake out uh, when it comes to those final five games? Beat Detroit. I'll agree with you on that. I think they do beat Detroit. Um, Lose to Cleveland. I disagree with you on that. I think they beat Cleveland. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong so bad on that one. I really, really do. Beat Arizona. Beat Atlanta. Sweet Green Bay. Sorry, sorry, Izzy. I'm, I'm being a homer. I'm, I'm being a homer uh, on that. Match. For me, I got I got them losing to Detroit in, uh, or beating Detroit in, in in Soldier's Field. I have them going to Cleveland and beating the Cleveland Browns. I have them destroying the Arizona Cardinals, and I obviously have them losing to Atlanta. And then I have them losing to the Green Bay. Why Browns do you have them split. losing to Atlanta? I I think Atlanta's going to be good this season. Based I, off I think what? That, Based on they're gonna be right. play, they're, they're they're gonna play a style of football that nobody's prepared for. They're gonna what run the ball. Like, they're, gonna, they're gonna they're gonna play all the defense. <laughs> they're gonna run it like crazy. Yeah, they're, gonna run, they're gonna run. What they're gonna style run, is gonna, that? Yeah, the, yeah the they're gonna play really good offense. Daryl Patterson. Yeah, they're gonna be running John it down Robinson your throat. Yeah. What's the, Tyler Algier? They got three crazy stuff. They got three running backs. They're gonna. Use them all over the field yeah, next yeah, year. That's what yeah. that's what the that's what the Atlanta Falcons are hoping and for. And they have a good offensive line. Yeah. They have a good defense. Like they're gonna beat you. They're they're. they're He's got this infatuation with Atlanta. <laughs> all right, let's, let's see if they start Taylor Heineken. Give me a six yeah, pack of Heineken. Yeah, six pack of Heineken, man. Okay. Uh, with that being said, um, I think they go to Lambeau and they lose. <laughs> uh, I have the Chicago Bears finishing this season at eight and nine, and that is a pretty solid season for the Chicago Bears. All right. Check it out. Check it out. Though this is the this is the check check out the scenario. So they come out the bye. They lose to I think they get swept by Detroit. I think they go into Cleveland and lose. They're six and eight. And then I think they beat Arizona, obviously worst team in football. They beat Atlanta coming in coming into Soldier Field, right? At home. So they're eight and eight right now. Um, so right now, this is shaking up to be for the last playoff spot, I think, in my head. For the NFC, nah. in my opinion, with Green Bay nah, and maybe, Chicago, maybe, I think maybe. I think I think nine wins get you in that last slot, and I think both these teams come in with eight wins, and I think both of these teams fight for that last. Yo, spot. that is maybe a lot. A of, hey, I I understand it. I, 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 
I understand the optimism because you have to be optimistic for your team. That's your team. That's your right to, to have that favorable outlook. But eight wins for the Packers, yo. I'm not even trying to be fun. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm not even trying to be sound like a hater. Or like, like I'm not even trying to play you up. You are sounding like a hater, though. <laughs> no, but like, hey, but, but seriously, like, hey, what? eight wins Is this for the Packers. Coming out your mouth? Absolutely. This man really going to tell you. Hey, we, we, we will talk about it. Izzy, 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 No, Izzy, it's not me. I'm not alone. It's the unknown. What are you getting out of Jordan Love? Like, seriously, seriously, seriously. What are you getting? We don't Look know. Look at my defense. Every, hey, every damn breaks after a while. Uh, but with that being said, I have the Chicago Bears at eight and nine. Come on, uh, let man, know, be let real. Let us know down in the comments section. How do you think the be Chicago real. Bears season is going to shake out? Uh, eight real, eight and nine. Chicago Bears, and they lose to my Green Bay Packers. My Green Bay Packers to get that into the your, playoffs. That How is you your like right. Them that, is, that is your right to say it. That uh, is your we'll right. We'll be back to here it. tomorrow breaking down the Detroit Lions. Uh, you don't want to miss that content. Thank you very much for checking us out here, at Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm David Huffman, Israel Vera, TJ Hopkins. Gentlemen, what are we doing <laughs> at the now. prime? My how are you going to turn away from the camera? Because I said talk to I the said. Homer Bear fans. That's what we don't do. We don't talk to Homer. T- this is the worst TJ's ever been a Homer on this show. No, no, this is, oh, no, no, it's, no, it's not. First of all, no, it is not. For sure, it's for sure not. You. We'll be back no, here tomorrow. You guys all have a good night and stay safe out there. Is it? I'm just saying, bro. If y'all come up short, if y'all come up six, seven wins, don't be, don't be surprised, bro. That's all I'm saying. Man, I'm all I'm saying. We'll we'll break down. Sayonara, suckers. Oh, he don't. He don't want to hear the truth. He don't want to hear the truth. (laughs) We'll be breaking Green Bay down on Wednesday. You don't want to miss that. On Thursday.